solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. <laughs> and this is Potter Watch. Radio Hour again. Radio Hour. Radio Hour 30. Not the 30th Radio Hour. The album. 30. By Adele. (laughs) This album is... It got me in the feels. It's a big feeling album. And it's been a long time since I've, like, listened to a full Adele album because it's been a long time since Adele has released a full album. And I just... That woman is so talented. I know I'm not saying anything new, but I just... uh, She's so good. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, and hers feel very musical to me. So I've created yeah. like multiple drafts of musicals in this, <laughs> in this radio hour. Love it. Love a musical. Um, I think that this is a very broken person singing this album <laughs> and therefore my overall person for this album is the most broken person down to their broken nose and it's Albus Dumbledore. <laughs> this is a very I can see it. I do have a, a I do have a Grindelwald and Dumbledore song in here. I actually try I avoided putting Dumbledore on like more like a lot, but I think I have him on two. I oh I think he's an alternate for one for me. I honestly don't I have him for sure, for sure, as one. And then one, I have, like, two options. Um, but this album, there- I tried to pick a couple different ones. Oh, okay, interesting. I, I, I feel like couple. there are some new versions for me. I think my main musical will be shocking to all. Um but uh, I, 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 so I have a couple new ones, uh, but a lot of them I fall back into similar tropes that I usually go for. Yeah. I also lied. I just looked at my first song and it includes Dumbledore. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. Our first song is Stranger by Nature. Strangers by Nature. Um. At first, upon a listen, I was doing my normal routine. I was listening to the album, going back, looking at the lyrics, and I kind of skipped this one. I was like, I don't know what what I'm going to do with this one. I'll come back to it. And then as I was doing the second one, I was like, hold on a second. And I had an idea. So I don't know if it really works because I kind of just like wrote it down and then moved on. (laughs) Um, But I did that this is Big D and Harry realizing like what they have to do like for like to defeat Voldemort kind of independently but not necessarily um but just like that they have to kind of go on this like lonely journey so are the strangers by nature Harry and Voldemort um but let me pull up the lyrics actually no but I can definitely see where you're coming from with that conversation with those two like will I ever get there 
oh, I hope that someday I'll learn to nurture what I've done. That feels very hairy and Dumble- honestly Dumbledore. Like I had to make a lot of sacrifices to, to get us to this point. And I hope one day I'll be able to forgive myself the way I treated you, Harry. Yeah. It was very Dumbledore to me. I think when I was thinking strangers by nature, it's more like how they feel like strangers from the rest of the wizarding world. Like mm. Harry feels like a stranger because of what he has to do. And Dumbledore also feels like a stranger because he has to live this like lonely life of not including anyone on his plan, including Harry. And so for me, it's just like they both, and for Harry, this is more at the end when he realized that he's like kind of the new Dumbledore and for Dumbledore yeah. like early on, but like, yeah, them kind of being like, we have to go do this thing and we're isolated now because of our decisions, kind of. Yeah. That was kind of my thought process. No, I feel that. Like, um, no one knows what it would, what it's like to be us. That's like them realizing that, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, so that was, it was kind of an odd one, but. Um, no, and then it ends with, all right, then I'm ready. So I, I think that's a very that's a very that's a very good read on the song because it also has a very like and that's part of the reason why I picked who I picked for this song it has a very like eerie sort of like halfway in and halfway out kind of um like of life I know that sounds terrible but it, it honestly like if I had to pinpoint it now having your context it does feel like the tone of how I feel reading the um the the oh my god King's Cross Cross, yeah it feels like that to me because it just feels all very like ethereal and like halfway in and out of the world I guess it also like I guess feels like very isolating like I think that's Mm -hmm. what I was like kind of picking up on yeah who did you have I'm guessing maybe a ghost well, I didn't have a, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is the opening song to my musical. Ah, let me tell you, my musical is a sad one. It begins very sad, very similar to, I would say, the first 10 minutes of the film Up. Oh my God. I, look, I almost started crying rereading the lyrics. If this is about McGonagall, I will cry. <laughs> okay. So, I don't know if you all know about Draco and Astoria. Oh, my grass. Look, I know I, this is not funny. I'm not laughing. <laughs> Alex is cracking up. <laughs> but I'm serious. Like, this is, like, actually devastating to me. So, I don't know if you know what the, like, canon version of their love story is. I'm sure I've talked. child version. Yeah, but it also, before Cursed Child, it was, like, the wiki version. So, but it is mostly the Cursed Child version. I don't mind Draco and Cursed Child. I actually think Draco's family is my favorite part of Cursed Child, honestly. I think we know that. Um, <laughs> oh, do we? I, I Was that not obvious? Um, so, I love the story of Astoria and Draco. I love that she came from this family of pure blood wizards, but that she fought against the Death Eaters and that she helps Draco like basically 
get his head out of his ass and like be a good person and like her being like you don't get to be the one to have self-pity you messed up and you and I were going to like grow to be better and have this family and then the story goes that they had their son and then shortly after she gets sick and she dies which is devastating so I thought that this song was their love story but like it's this opening of the musical so they like it's like a montage of them like dancing and them falling in love and she's singing because she knows she's dying and so like all of this like I'll be taking flowers to the cemetery of my heart because no one before you was anything to me and um like our love story was was great so even though it's short it's it's like one for the records it's one for the ages and I love you so much and it feels to me very much like I see a lot of dancing involved it feels like um Captain America and um and Agent Carter yeah yeah and uh and then all of there are a lot of oohs at the end and so when she gets like to and closing out the song like Ooh, and so all of that stuff which is very imogen and imogen heap which is like the music and uh in cursed Christmas. child and so then it's like all right then i'm ready is like her being like Ooh. i'm ready to go you've got this like i believe in you draco and so this is like her goodbye song to him it kind of sounds like how i met your mother <laughs> this is Draco's story how, how dare you telling the story of how I met your mother and Scorpius let me sit you down and tell you a story it's honestly my musical is like that but I feel very annoyed <laughs> because I hate the ending of how I met your mother I hate that she dies I, uh, well this is the story you're painting and then it cuts to Draco then really being with Harry who was the red herring all along as Robin honestly this guy's well I'm not spoiling it it's not a dreary musical um excellent well I can't wait to see where the musical goes but in my head you are doing the musical how I met your mother it does it is like that I'm I'm thinking about it and it is like that so I don't want to talk about it okay um well, I'll be easy on you if you're easy on me. Our next song. Oh, is the next song easy on me? It's easy. I love this song. <laughs> I know this is like the the like song that's on the radio right now, but I love it. It's so good. It deserves to be on the radio. Um, so great. For me, it's one of my favorite like songs the moment or like the yeah the moment I chose is like one of my favorite ones to use when we do these Potter watch ones and Mm -hmm. it's when and and I don't know if you necessarily disagree with me on this but like this is how I see it whenever we talk about Wolfstar is that Sirius makes like a really conscious choice that like I'm doing this and I'm leaving Lupin. Like this decision to go after Peter, whether it ends in my death or ends in me going to prison, like that's the only option. Like I'm either doing that path or I'm not going to act 
act and I'm staying with Lupin. Like that's how I see Wolfstar. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this is serious singing to Lupin, like go easy on me. I'm making this decision to go after Peter. Yeah, I see that. And I think that's true. I honestly think Sirius is seeing red so much that he's not even like thinking about the consequences of his actions. Like, I think he's like, Peter betrayed James. And there's, I don't think he sees another option. Well, so that's how I would normally read it in the book. But in a Wolfstar context. Yeah, like, but if, if, if Sirius does have somebody important to him in his life, whether it's Lupin or just somebody else, mm-hmm. like, I think that would be considered even if he was, mm-hmm. like, in this state. But, like, obviously in the books, we're not led to believe that he's with anybody necessarily. I think we're led like- to believe he's with Lupin. <laughs> <laughs> um. So whatever, but that, yeah, it all comes to the same conclusion. And I, a serious, I'll just answer for Lupin. I'll, I'll be easy on him. <laughs> I'm easy on Sirius too, because he's easy on the eyes and on my heart. Easy to love, serious flag. And he says, like, you can't deny how hard I've tried. I changed who I was to put you both first, and a little bit. And he's like, but now I give up. And like that could be Lupin and Harry. It could also be like Lupin and James, like. I'm putting you both first, but I have to go with James right now, kind Mm -hmm. of. Like, I have to do this thing for James because he's, like, my brother. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think I need to, like, give a lot of lyrical explanation. I think we get it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, For me, this was such a gay Harry song that I couldn't even contain myself. Are you going (laughs) Harry easy? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, so honestly, this feels like it can go in the same musical as my, <laughs> but this is a separate musical. So I've written yeah. two musicals of course. and the first one starts with Draco and Narcissa. And this one still starts with Draco and Narcissa. Yes, Gloria. Astoria, sorry. Draco and Astoria. And this one still starts with Draco and Astoria, but um some big Hamlet and his mom stuff. Yikes. Um, but this is then the next song after if we're doing so I have a dreary musical and a Dramione musical. Okay. I have much more evidence for my Dramione musical. So that's why that's the main musical is that I'm Hermione doing. in the Astoria one. Yes, that's is what I'm saying. Hermione Robin. Yes. Hermione is Robin okay or Harry is Robin but mostly like I have way more songs that are that go for my Dramione musical so like just this Harry song just feels very gay Harry to me okay so folklore's musical of Dreary okay but okay um um so go easy on me baby I was just a child didn't get a chance to feel the world around me. I had no time to choose and I what, what I chose to do. So go easy on me. So this is basically Harry and Jenny. They've had one kid and he's like, I'm so sorry, but it's like not correct. It doesn't feel right. And I thought that this is everything that I wanted because it is everything I wanted, but I didn't have time to like investigate what I wanted really because I was trying to save the world. And so I created this vision of our life and you're, and I do love you, but I just don't 
feel like I'm supposed to about you. And this is, uh, I had good intentions and the highest hopes, but I, I know right now it probably doesn't even show. Um, uh, yeah. I changed who I was to put you both first, but now I give up. And so that's, <laughs> I don't like it when you do this for Jerry, where you have him with Jenny at the beginning. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I don't love it either. I honestly, I always, when I write Jerry, I always have Jenny gay too. But <laughs> so, so we're, we're like having a mutual breakup because both of us just like didn't realize. <laughs> but I think this makes a lot of sense for Harry. I think in other ways of like, even if he's not with Jenny first, it's just because of the context of this song. Like, because it's like, she's clearly talking about Adele is clearly talking about her husband and her child. So I just needed to have somebody, you know, have that. Um, But I, I just, I don't know guys. as a side note, I can't unsee how gay you made Ginny in your Sims playthrough. <laughs> this is, that's the way Ginny looks in my head. Um, I want you guys to know when I write Ginny in fan fiction, she looks like that. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, go to Alex's YouTube page, <laughs> and watch her Sims Harry Potter playthrough, and you'll see the gayest Ginny ever to live on this earth. <laughs> She's a side character, but. Uh, um, my Little Love. My Little Love. This was my first favorite song on the album. And I knew immediately who I thought it was. And who did you think it was? Draco Malfoy. I know this is a reach, but. Was this a song about being a mom? I think it's a song about being a parent after you. Oh, right. This is older Draco. I'm thinking like young Draco. I'm like, okay. (laughs) No, this is like, this isn't, this is the second song in my story. I forgot. I got distracted by Sims. I'm back with the musical. (laughs) So Draco, I can see after a story dies, Draco reverting back to this, like, like I, she's the one that taught me how to be a good person. So I don't know how to do that on my own. And now I have to raise this son. And I feel like I'm going to make the same mistakes that my dad made with me. And so I just can see him singing this song in like that moment. Like, no, I'm a really sad and depressing song. And, uh, and Scorpius, as we know, is the cutest bean to ever exist. So if you've heard this song in the like real album, it's like a conversation bridge between Adele and her her baby. And uh and so I feel like that could be Draco and Scorpius. Scorpius well, saying things like at all. It's so British. It's so British. You know, I don't like anyone like I like you is such a Draco thing to say. I feel like just like, I don't, there's, I only care about you, kid. Like, I don't, I'm not a good person. Like, I don't care about anyone else. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, and then the chorus, like, I'm holding on. Um, I've got a lot to learn. 
I'm holding on. I've got a lot to learn. It says mama's got a lot to learn, but, um, you know, um, I'm like, just like, I've been having big feelings or like, I'm not okay. Like, right. Like I've been having this whole outro. I've had a bad day. I'm having a very anxious day. I feel very paranoid. I feel very stressed. I have a hangover, which never helps, but I feel like today is the first day since I, uh, since like your mom died that I feel lonely and I never feel lonely. I love being on my own. I always preferred, you know, and I feel like maybe I've been overcompensating. Like that whole thing is just being like, I just want to curl up and do nothing, but I can't because I have to be better. I promised her I'd be better for you. Um, and then my alternate, if we're doing the Harry Ginny version of the musical is that this could obviously be Ginny talking to James because my favorite line honestly that makes me tear up every time is um I'll always like love your dad because he gave me you or something like yeah. that that she yeah. says uh or like you're half me and you're half daddy like you'll have us both um yeah it's a very divorced parent song <laughs> yeah um so I went with somebody I've never done before interesting <laughs> and it's someone I would say we don't have any information on so I um made up my own story and I'm just gonna warn you it's really fucking sad <laughs> oh no um <clears throat> this is Kendra Dumbledore and this is after Percival goes to jail and she's on her own with Ariana. Like the boys are at school and she's like not okay being like on her own with Ariana. And like Ariana's not really responding, obviously, in like the same way. Like, so she's like just kind of like, just kind of saying, like, look, I'm having a really hard time right now. Like, we're gonna kind of get through this, but like, um, I love you, but this is like not my best. And to me, like the Kendra we get is like really hard and like doesn't show emotion. So like, this is her like having like basically a breakdown with like Ariana and just being like, I feel guilty because like, I don't want to be doing this kind of. And then I, there was something about like, um, it was like either holding on to like secrets or something that, um, that made me be like, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, 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 sorry, what? No, I was gonna, you probably found it. I, I was just gonna read one that I thought you might be talking about. The, I feel so bad to be here when I'm so guilty. Yeah. yeah. And then the line right before that, like, um, oh, yeah. I don't recognize myself in the coolness of the daylight. So I am surprised you can read through all of my lies. I feel so bad to be here when I'm so guilty. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then just like, I've got a lot to learn. So like, to me, this is also like early on her, like figuring out like her plan with Ariana too. But, um, yeah, so this is, this is Kendra's song. That's beautiful. And it kind of ties in with like Dumbledore being a through line in a lot of this for me. I honestly love your Dumbledore narrative for this this I want you to create a Dumbledore musical I guess it is it's a backdoor yeah. musical 
Big Fat Big Daddy D the musical. <laughs> Did you say Big Fat D? <laughs> I think I said bat, bat. Oh. <laughs> or bad. Big Daddy Jude Law D. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, cry your heart out. One of my absolute faves. This is like the old, this is the one I start as like this is a musical song. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Um, and I had one of the biggest drama queens of them all, Moaning Myrtle, singing this one. <laughs> so very... many references to being dead and ghosts. I was like, there's no one else in my heart. I walk in a, when I walk in a room, I'm invisible. I feel like a ghost. It's like, honey, do you, do you Moaning Myrtle? Like cry your heart out? <laughs> cry your heart out, girl. <laughs> um. I'm hanging by a thread <laughs> and then it's sad I've never been more scared I swear oh I'm God. dead in the eyes um I have nothing to feel no more I can't even cry <laughs> no oh no I created the storm it's only fair I have to sit in its rain just <laughs> me down. That line is perfect for Moaning Myrtle. Just like sitting in a puddle of her own making from her tears. In the end, it's just you stop drowning in weight. <laughs> yikes. Yeah. So. Big yikes. Myrtle. She needs her anthems, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love um, I chose this for third year Hermione when she's like making columns of books because she's so overwhelmed and Harry and Ron aren't talking to her. And so this, yeah. and so then Hagrid is telling her to cry your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> Hagrid's just like, girl, I think you just need to have a good cry. And then after the cry, that's when Hagrid's like, you guys need to do better to Harry and Ron. <laughs> Oh, I love this. Go at your own pace, you know? Hermione. Yeah, go at your own pace. But I could just hear Hermione being like, when I walk in the room, I feel like a ghost. Nobody's talking to me. Everybody hates me. All my friends keep telling me that these feelings won't last. And I'm just, I have got a lot of feelings and I'm doing a lot of work and I'm three different people at once. And I just... <laughs> I'm hanging by a thread. I'm hanging by a thread. She's like spiraling out of control. And so... I just felt this was very much third year Hermione. For sure. This next song is Sexy Times. It's so spicy. I love this song. This song puts me in a party mood. Like, I'm like, okay, it's time. Um, is this your Germione song? It sure is. Yeah. So I wrote Germione too, because after you told me you had one that was like obvious, I couldn't not see it. And yeah. then I gave this as like an alternative. I was like, also obviously it's Grindelwald and Dumbledore. <laughs> My notes, I was like, obviously. <laughs> In your Dumbledore Grindelwald musical, this is a flashback. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know that it's wrong, but I want to have fun, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Um, all the people in the world. I just love it. It's just like, it's so bad. 
Yeah, it's like, oh my God, I just can't believe it. Out of all the people in the world, what is the likelihood of jumping out of my life and into your arms? But like, it feels kind of good. Like I'm losing my mind. And that felt very Dramione to me because Hermione's like, I literally can't logically justify this at all. It just like feels good. So whatever. Yeah. And for like, for the same reasons that you were saying it when we did after laughter, like this doesn't feel like a Harry song because it's like, this wouldn't be like daring to him in the same way. Like he wouldn't be like, no. oh, well, like, look at me. I'm so naughty. Like, right. Like that's just not their, that's not their vibe. But yeah. like, her, I just can like see Hermione being like, oh my God. Like after everything's over yeah. and like, she's like, oh my God, what did I just do? Yeah, like, it could even be like Hermione and Crumb, but like Draco has like the more of the bad boy thing. Yeah, like it's just like I, I like can't, I can't believe I just did that, and like yeah. maybe I should do it again. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, but then I, and then it, of course, it has that same. Um, if you listen to our after laughter, I don't know, whatever. I won't talk about that. But no, I'm probably gonna put after laughter out first. Okay, yeah. So, like, if you listen to our after laughter, right, it's a very similar Dramione vibe of, like, Lord, don't let me down. Don't let me down. Like, don't let me let myself down. Like, Hermione's like, I just need to have a grip. I need to get control of myself in my life. She does not. (laughs) Yeah. She needs this. She needs this. I think this is good for her and Draco, honestly. He's having a bad time in my musical. Yeah. It does feel very, like, youthful, though. I mean, I think they're still young. I think Draco and Astoria have a kid young. Yeah, but, like, they have a kid. Like, they're, like, at that age. Like, yeah. I just feel like they're, like, I feel like they're the age of the album. I feel like they're, like, 30. And Hermione has, like, had something and had it fail with Ron. And she's just like in this stage, like that. And then she's just like, ah, I'm a grown up. Why did I just like yeah. hook up with Draco Malfoy? What is this? Yeah. What have I done? Yeah. Um, yeah. Part of it just felt like very like young, young love, like teenagery. Like, yeah, I can't believe we're doing this kind of thing. I can't justify Dramione in my head when he still is racist, though. It really, like, it's a sticking point for me. Like, I never read, like, in Hogwarts Dramione. Like, I'll read in Hogwarts Drary because he's not, like, actively (laughs) racist against Harry. But, like, the the sticking point for me, I'm like, I can't have you still calling Hermione mudblood. That's not gonna work for me. Right. Why is it more for the um, Dumbledore Grindelwald? Oh, yes, 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 yes. That definitely is them in, like, you know. Yeah. Can I get it? I love this song, too. Me, too. This, to me, was um, Tonks with Lupin. Mm. Um, This is so funny. Like... (laughs) Like, just her wanting to be with Lupin and be like, can I get it right now? <laughs> like, um, we just have so many similar couples, just like on different, on different, you know. yeah, yeah, like through it all the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, all I want for you is to be mine. Like, this is just her, like, totally head over heels, like, yeah, into Lupin. Like, you tease me with your control because I long to live under your spell, and without your love, I'm hollow. I won't make it, I won't make it on my own. Um, 
So yeah, this is just Tonks. I love that. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Oh no, go ahead, keep going. No, no, that was it, that was it. Um, uh, for similar reasons, someone who was completely besotted head over heels. I said this was James about um, Lily. Oh, that's uh-huh. cute. Yeah, him uh, like kind of chasing after her. Yeah, like if you can make, like I just feel like he like saying this in the Great Hall or something and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, whenever we talk about James and Lily, like in a musical kind of context, I don't know if this is what your brain does, but my brain only goes to Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone being James. Oh, that's not what. And I see them like goes- kind of like doing this like teasing back and forth, like him leaning into her and her being like, no, like, you know, like that whole. Thing. That's really cute. I don't picture them, but now I will. I like I usually picture Andrew, Andrew Garfield as Lupin, but that's like that fan cast, wasn't it? Like a probably. Cast, but. First, just like them together is like very James and Lily to me. Yes, especially in um, Spider-Man. Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, they're so cute. Um, uh, and then there's that one line I have a note about. Um, oh, through it all, I have promised I will love you till the end of time. Through it all, the good, the bad, the ugly, and divine um I love that because like divine just felt like we talked about this a little bit with like invisible string you know like the divine like they their love creates a prophecy (laughs) you know like um something magical yeah the better and he is under her spell he's been under her spell since he met her yeah uh when will you run with me like I know you wanna (laughs) you're the one for me like I'm counting on you it just feels like it's a little bit cocky and a little bit like I'm James Potter come on Lily you know you love me (laughs) xoxo James Potter (laughs) I love it love a fun a fun romance oh yeah I drink wine oh boy I had two for this one. My first one, um, or if you want to go first, I feel like I no, you, you can go first. Um, you brought this person up when we did After Laughter, but um, this is Sybil Trelawney. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's about wine for sherry. <laughs> um, but, I drink sherry. Oh, no. Um, the parts... It, like, mostly works, except for she talks about, like, we a lot, um, but I feel like this is more, like, her struggle with her gift. Um, mm-hmm. um, so she's, like, so I hope I learned to get over myself, stop trying to be somebody else so we can love each other for free. Everybody wants something. You just want me. Um, so, and and I think if it was a romance, like, it could still work, like, something in her past, too, that, like, broke her heart and like maybe it's like tied with her her gift as well yeah Ooh, what was that I think an ad started playing um like when I was a child every single thing could blow my mind soaking all all up for fun but now I only soak up wine 
they say play hard you work hard and find balance in the sacrifice yeah I don't know anybody who's truly satisfied so I just feel like she's she's been struggling for a while obviously with her gift and her work um how come we've become a person a version of a person we don't even like um but we are in love with the world but the world just wants to bring us down you know she's just yeah she's down she's down um, and then do you want me to do my alternate or do you want to go and then I can do the alternate? Princess? You can do your alternate. My alternate. And I didn't like flesh it out as much, but I also feel like it could be Madame Maxine, like dealing with mm. um, not being accepted and um, like her heartbreak maybe over the years. Like, I don't think it's necessarily about Hagrid, but maybe why she can't be open with Hagrid. That's a really good one. I have never thought about her, but she has a lot of things she's grappling with. So next time we do one of these, I will be thinking about Madame Maxine. Yeah. So yeah, I just think to me, this is just someone like struggling to accept something about themselves and dealing with it in probably not a great way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What about you? Mine was, this is a back-to-back duet. Are you ready? I'm so ready. (laughs) This is a dreary back-to-back duet. Almost line, like every two lines. I will do a little, a little monologuing for you. We start with, um, uh, how can one become so bounded by choices that somebody else makes? How come we both become versions of the person we, version we don't even like so first line we've got um Draco then we've got Harry um by putting ideas in our head that corrupt our hearts somehow Draco when I was a child everything could blow my mind Harry like when he was first learning about like the wizarding world yeah um and then so I just feel like they're like trying to make it work but they and I just feel like the line um so I hope I learn to get over myself stop you know like I think that works for both of them because I feel like if they're to the point where they're about to be together then they the only thing standing in their way is them and their own like roadblocks and I just think that's just a great like um so we can love each other for free like I wish we could stop bringing the baggage of the rest of the world into this um everybody wants something and you just want me and I think that's a very big Harry trope in Drary is that like after the war everybody wants something for Harry from Harry like they they want him to go to all of these like events they want him to be like all of these different things and then poster boy still right and he's like, I, I did it, but he keeps doing it. And Draco's always like, you don't owe anyone anything. You literally died for everyone already. You can just be yourself. Like, I don't want anything from you. And I think that is the, because Draco's selfish. So it's not hard for him. To, <laughs> so he right. like teaches Harry selfishness, which is like Harry needs that because he has a hero complex. <laughs> um, but uh, so that just felt very dreary to me. And then there's that one line about them fighting that just was very um, 
Listen, I know how long I can go. I give as good as I get. You get the Brent end of it all because you're all I've got left. Like they're just like they're, you know, back and forth. That just felt very them. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So all night parking is next. This is an interesting one. Um, I said that this one was Lupin about Tonks because I feel like it's very like an introvert that's Mm -hmm. like I had like made a decision about my life that I wasn't like doing this love thing anymore like that part of my life was over but then I met you and you were this like bright sunshiny person that I couldn't stop thinking about all the time and you've consumed my every waking thought and it's really frustrating but I love you is what the song is about. And I felt that was very Lupin and Tom. For sure. Yeah. I also felt like it was somebody that's like very comfortable being alone and like, wasn't really <laughs> like, they're kind of mad that they're now in a relationship and then they're like right. sad when they're not with that person's like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> like I was fine before and now I've met you and the way I used to live is not good anymore. <laughs> yeah. I can't go back to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, this was Luna um, and probably mm-hmm. with Jenny. Like, I didn't ask Ooh, that's for this. Good. I was, like, happy in my, like, life as somebody that didn't need to be in a relationship. And now I'm with you, but, like, you're probably off, like, doing all this stuff. And it's like, why did you why did you make me fall in love with you kind of? Oh my gosh, that's so good for them. And and this song also kind of had like a whimsy to it. Um, I felt like a little bit like an airiness, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I just love it. I like this song. It's just so annoyed. I love that. I love when the grumpy is like, wow, how dare you? How dare you make me love you? That's really yeah. annoying. And I don't think Luna is grumpy, but I think she didn't yeah. want to be um, affected by somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think this could be, in the fan fiction I'm writing right now, Jenny and Luna got together like while Harry was gone. Yeah. Like in the seventh one, like when they're trying to like fight the order, they just like connect. And they fall for each other. And and then Jenny does choose to go back to Harry after the war. And I think right after, and Luna and Jenny get in this like big fight. This is all background. It's not like an active part of the story. Like Jenny and Harry aren't even together anymore in the story. But I think for Luna, this is how she felt afterwards. Like she was like, I was happy just being your best friend. Like I didn't need any more, but like, now that I know what it's like to be with you, it's hard not to be. Yeah, definitely. Which I think feels very accurate for Luna. Women like me. <laughs> I feel like this is a classic divorce album song. Like we've had this song like in Lemonade. We had it in um we had it in Casey Musgraves uh and now we have it in the Adele album like (laughs) why aren't these men treating these amazing women right (laughs) 
Um, so my thought immediately went to Hermione and Ron. Same. <laughs> like, how could you not? Like, all of those songs, it's like, clearly, this is about an amazing, strong woman, as we saw it with, like, Casey Musgraves, Beyonce, and, um, <laughs> and now Adele. Like, these are, like, above average women. And, and who is an above average woman? Hermione Granger. All you do is complain about decisions you make. How can I help lift you if you refuse to activate the life that you truly want? I know it's hard, but it's not. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Like, I don't know. I'm sorry about it, Ron, but this, like, complacency is the worst trait to have. That's why you think I make you feel small, but that's your projection. It's not my rejection. I put like, my card on the line for the very first time. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I feel like it is Hermione and Ron. I don't like to think that Ron actually is like this, but it's so easy to see him feeling like insecure about yeah. Hermione. And because um, we've seen it before, <laughs> it's not like we have no basis. For sure. And like, I would hope that this is like kind of early on. Yeah. Um, even like in the sixth one, like you could maybe make an argument for. Um, but loving me was a breakthrough. I saw what my heart can really do. That feels like also something very Hermione, like about Rod, like. Like this was a big deal for me. Yeah. yeah. I just like laughed at my next <laughs> Oh no. All right. We can go to the next one. I think women like me is clearly, we know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing because my like accidentally has to do with that one. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> this okay. is a sad song. What are you doing? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Hold on is a sad song. Yeah, well, it's a tough, it's a tough moment um, for this character. <laughs> um, they're going through a lot and they're just trying to hold oh, no. their stand. Oh no. I could tell we went in very different directions. This is Ron, <laughs> the horcrux on in the tent. <laughs> He's like hold on Ron I swear to god I'm such a mess the harder I try I regress I'm my own worst enemy enemy right now I truly hate being me every day feels like the road I'm on might just open up and swallow me whole how do I feel so mighty small when I'm struggling to feed at all like he's telling himself just hold on just be patient like but it doesn't work his pep song his pep talk song doesn't work for him, but he's trying. He tried and then he um, presumably immediately fails. But um, uh, God bless. This is like what he says to himself in the mirror before he puts on the horcrux and then it's like... And then it's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. So it is serious, but I am laughing because it's also ridiculous. This um, was not to bring us down from our giggles, but this song for me was George, 
a couple months after Fred's death. Oh my god. So when you I were see why you were so upset that I I was like, what are you doing? This song, by the way, on the album is like a ballad. Like, it is depressing. Okay, in my defense, Ron is really depressed. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Not as depressed as George. No, like, um... I don't want to live in chaos. It's like a ride that I won't, I want to get off. It's hard to hold on to who I am when I'm still stumbling in the dark for a hand. I'm so tired of battling with myself with no chance to win. Oh God. No. I'm sorry. It's what I thought when I listened to the song, but I do love the chorus uh, because he's being very gentle with himself. Yeah. Hold on, let time be patient. You are still strong. You are still strong. Let pain be gracious. Love will come soon. Just hold on. You just hold on. You just hold on. Hold on. And I just, I I love that for him because he still does have a lot of people around him that love him. He's surrounded by love, but I can see him just being like overwhelmed by this, like obviously like part of him that's gone, but He's like still coaching himself to hold on and like get through it, even though it feels like the pain will never end. Um, shall we move on to be loved? Yes. Was this a uh, a Grindelwald Dumbledore song for you? It really was, Alex. It really. <laughs> was. <laughs> It's specifically a Dumbledore song. Yeah, for sure. To love again and to stay closeted. It's a double whammy. It's rough. I also had this for Dumbledore and Grindelwald. There's just so much, like, just like their whole love story. But I also have a sad alternate. So you go ahead with your Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like this... It's not really about Grindelwald. I mean, obviously it's about the heartbreak, but this is totally just Dumbledore being like, I can't believe I was so silly to have fallen in love. Like, yeah. um, like, okay, hold on. So um, to be loved and to love at the highest count means to lose all the things I can't live without. Let it be known that I will choose to lose. It's a sacrifice, but I can't live a lie. Let it be known. Let it be known that I tried. So part of that, like, it's a sacrifice, but I can't live a lie. Like, but like he is living a lie. Like, um, but him saying like, it's a sacrifice, but I can't live a lie. is like, I can't be with this person and like live that lie. Yeah. Um, but um ain't it funny how the mighty fall looking back I don't regret a thing yeah I took some bad turns that I'm owning I'll stand still and let the storm pass by keep my heart safe till the time feels right which is just even more devastating because he never reopens he never opens it again unless you think about dude law Dumbledore (laughs) because I ship him (laughs) with um Newt Newt yeah (laughs) but um yeah so just him losing in love and never wanting to love again yeah yep 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 
yep, 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 yep. That one passage you read about like faltering, like look how the mighty have fallen. And then the chorus specifically remind me of Dumbledore and Grindelwald that like, in order to be with you, I would have to like give up on everything that like I no longer believe in our dream this thing that we created because I think it's evil and, and I can't like live that lie like I can't sacrifice everything I am as a person to be with you um so in that same token for me this is Minerva McGonagall's ballad oh I was like how does it get sadder but you did it <laughs> But I think this was, like, when I heard it, I I just, it felt to me such a, like, her story. Like, I built a house for love to grow. Like, we built this relationship, and it was beautiful and amazing. But at the time, if you don't know her story, we've talked about this a little bit. Uh, she fell in love with a muggle, and um, she had to choose, basically, like, she it was illegal to be in love with um muggles and to marry muggles so she would have had to like basically give up being a witch to be with him and she chose to be a witch and work at Hogwarts and all of those things and so like the chorus is like let it be known that I would have chosen to give it all up but I couldn't do it like that was such a part of who I am yeah so but let it be known that I tried I tried to love I tried to have love in my life but I didn't which I feel like is so because everybody is like McGonagall like is she's like the matron like she's single forever she never had love and I just think this is like McGonagall's ballad to all of us as readers like let it be known that McGonagall did have a great love and that I tried to have a great love and it just it like I wasn't allowed to have it yeah and also like I made a choice to like follow my calling kind of yeah 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 sad I'll never learn if I never leap. I'll never yearn if I never speak. So she finally said it. It's like her secret. Like when I read about it in the wiki, I was like, or in, I was like, that's McGonagall's secret love. I felt exactly like how this song made me feel like her, like telling me her story. Okay, last song. Love is a game. This was the hardest song for me on this album. Who did you end up with? Angelina. In the story where she's with Fred first. <laughs> because what, you, what happened to your um, musical? I feel like we fell off. Well, it also is um, Hermione at the end of the musical. Like her and Draco have fallen into a fight but and she's like love is a game that fools play like I'm done playing this game I won't play it and then at the very end of this song there's you know I'm you know I'm gonna do it I'll do it all again like I did again (laughs) and so the end is happy but I think the reason um this works for me as like Hermione is like my heart speaks in puzzles and codes I've been trying my whole life to solve um so it just feels all very like puzzles that all feels very Hermione and logical and she's like I'm a really hard exterior to crack but um 
you've broken your way in. But I'm done. I'm done with this foolish game called love. I hate it. But she's going to give in. You know she's going to give in. You had a much softer take on it than I did. Well, so I landed on on Sev, on our friend Snape. Oh, boy. So clearly love is dead to him (laughs) um when heartache isn't inevitable I'm no good at doing it well now that I care I don't care why should anything about it be fair like he's just so upset and like to self-inflict that pain because he only associates love with pain and then him being like I would do it all again like I think it's one like I would love Lily all again like no regrets but then also like I'm gonna do this for Harry kind of thing is all like I'm gonna do it again um yeah so he's like I like and for Snape to be like like he feels like the ultimate fool again kind of similar to Dumbledore like Mm -hmm. I was I played the game and was like fooled by love and like I'm supposed to be smarter than this and like yeah Felt the whole puzzle that. line definitely works for Snape too. Yeah. And um, he's really mad at himself about it. No, I feel that. To self-inflict that pain. Well, yeah, I mean, honestly, if I loved the way Snape did the first time, I wouldn't want to love again either. That shit is toxic and all-consuming. I basically was like, who is the saddest, most brokenhearted person in the whole series? And I came to uh, Snape. Snape and Dumbledore, so. Snape and Dumbledore. Sad boys. Two broken boys. <laughs> Super sad boys. <laughs> Two divorces. I think I want to take all of the albums that we've done for Potter Watch Radio and actually complete a musical. Oh, I had one for folklore. Like our first one, I was like, this is one musical. <laughs> I wish it, I wish I tried to do that with this one, but like you said, it like fell apart at the end. Like it didn't really. But I will, I I will, I will get back to you. Um you do need I, a good album for it though, because like something that's consistent or like having like one main story, but then having like a B story if there's like random songs. Yeah. I just think I'm going to have to use like all of the, take all of the songs that we've ever done and I'm going to combine them to make a musical. To include every song or you're going to like cherry pick from all of the songs? I'm going to cherry pick for all of them to make one narrative. But I'm really inspired by this Astoria story. So I, I might go with the, uh, the Dramione, which is so crazy. I need to stop reading that thing. I'm like in in a dramatic huh I said that's wild I know um well thank you all again for listening along with us check out 30 before you listen to this Uh, (laughs) tell us what you would um pick for certain songs yeah please do I'm really interested in what you guys uh would have picked Um, But these are really fun. And if you have a suggestion, send it to us um, or a musical that you want us to do. 
and we are more than happy to oblige. Yeah, if we do an actual musical, then we will try and make it narrative, I think. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're going to do this anyway, but okay. <laughs> uh, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.